1: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit Slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Car Stuff. My name is Ben, and I'm hanging out with the irreplaceable, the unique, the erudite, Ugh. Oh, he stopped nodding yeah. when I said that. Okay. <laughs> with, with our very own
1: Scott Benjamin. Wow, what an intro. My name is, uh, I'm Scott Benjamin, and um, I'm auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. Well, Scott, earlier in the week, you and I were talking about
0: how we may have this weird, archaic sense of manners. Mm-hmm. We were having that sidewalk conversation. Yes, uh yes. So I'll break that down briefly for the listeners. The way that I was, the way that I was taught by my mother, who I will not, admit to uh hitting me on air you know but the way my mother uh always explained it to me if i am walking on a sidewalk by a street and then i see um a person who's older than like an elderly person um a child or uh, a pregnant woman or even just a woman if i'm being nice or a couple that my job is to get to the side that's closest to the traffic,
1: mm-hmm. the curbside, yeah,
0: right. And as a child, I was mystified. I did not understand why my mother thought I was somehow invulnerable to cars. Um, <laughs> but it's part of it's part of manners. And when when you're doing that, and it's very strange to think about that in the context of today's episode, which is answer trying to answer one of the weird questions that no one really can answer about motor vehicle
1: traffic that's right yep that's which side of the road you drive on and why and why and why that's the important that's thing. the tough why? one yeah why um driving on the you know which side hmm. you're on that's simple enough we've got that all broken down i mean but, sure um right now uh there's 75 countries that drive in the left-hand side mm. and there's 165 countries that drive on the right-hand side so if you want to break that down in population wise uh, you know, based on the idea that there's about six billion people in the world, uh, four billion of them are driving on the right-hand side; only two billion are driving on the left-hand side. So it's about a third of the population mm-hmm. is driving on the right right-hand side.
0: And this, what's strange about this is that we can trace, as we try to trace which countries do this, we can also, to a certain point, we can trace back. When they began or when they, cause some countries did switch sides, mm-hmm. uh, in this debate. But when you get to the, the origin point, the actual history of this practice, mm-hmm. it becomes kind of anecdotal, right? Yeah. Well, it goes way, way, way beyond cars, of course. Yeah. Oh, um, can I, can I take him back? Oh, please do. Yeah. Okay. So the earliest thing that I could find, and you know, I can't prove this, but the earliest thing I could find, uh, was that apparently in 1100 B.C. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chinese bureaucrats put out uh, mentioned in uh, one of their regulatory documents that the right side of the road will be for men, the left side for women, and the center for vehicles or carriages. Hmm. Okay. And apparently, a lot of people tell you that's where the very first decision on – who goes where on the shared roadway mm-hmm. began. But of course this is way, way, way before even Da Vinci making uh his car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, way before. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. Interesting. I had no idea that it gone had gone back that far. Well that's that's really I
0: guess maybe that's a little tangential because it's saying that's the first
1: time that there was a legal ruling on oh. How to divide the road? I see. This wasn't just uh, rules of society. This was, uh, I mean, a a common common knowledge type thing. This right. was this was dictated dictated law.
0: Right. This was organizing. Okay. I guess maybe for safety. Probably yeah. more so for efficiency. Yeah. Um, but you know we. We can probably have a little bit of fun here with the historical stuff.
1: What? How, how'd you hear it started? Uh, <laughs> I feel like this is such a great yeah. – it's like
0: one of those bar
1: jokes. Well, where... I I had always thought – and I think I'm, I'm missing a step here, so you can tell me if I am. But I yeah. thought it started with the wagons. Remember we talked about this in the past? Mm. I thought it was uh, to do with the wagons passing on the road and the side that the, that the drivers wanted to sit on. Oh, yeah. With um, the, uh... But there's something – there's got to be something before that. Why were the wagons on the left-hand side of the road? Because that's where they – they were. And the explanation for that, right, is that,
0: yeah. uh, you know it. No, well, go ahead. Oh, well, the explanation for that is that when we go back to wagons, people were riding that way. So because there were wheels that jutted out from the wagon, people were riding sitting, uh, on the left side, uh, with opposite no, no. traffic coming on the left. On the right side. On the right. So this is where it gets confusing. Oh yeah, I'm starting because to, no, see this, I'm doing this, is, my hands this wrong. is the odd thing because they <laughs>
1: yeah. would, you get so confused in this, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't blame you. One, but I get terribly confused in this mm-hmm. because the vehicles are on, are now on the left, right? They're traveling on the left, right? So if there's an opposing vehicle coming the other way on the left, mm-hmm. that's on the driver's right side. So they likely, like, the, like yes. you said, they've yes. got wheels that are that are exposed. So they want to be then positioned. Nearest the center line of the road, which is on the right side. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, there we right. go. Sorry. I didn't mean to, no, no, to jump don't, don't, there.
0: don't ever apologize yeah. for correcting me. And, uh, listeners don't ever so, apologize. So why were they on the right then? So that they could see if somebody else's wagon was going to mess with their wheels, if someone else's wagon wheels rather. Exactly. So you're kind of there just to keep an eye on the safety of your vehicle and the distance between the two. Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, from there, but Pe- wait, wait! Wasn't there one point? Because see, that's yeah. where I, I, I think I skipped a step there. There's one before that, right? Oh yeah, and there that, is one. And why the heck were they on the left-hand side of the road to begin with? Why did? I, I don't know. I mean, it could have just as easily been the right-hand side, right? <laughs> All right, you're you're leading me. I am. You
0: are. Okay. I am. So before wagons, when people were just walking around, right?
1: Just walking around. Walk, Not a care in the world. As
0: you do. Well, actually, they do, Dave, some cares. They did. They yeah. were probably very hungry probably. and wanted a wagon at the very least so they didn't <laughs> yeah. have to walk yeah. uh, or a horse. All right. So when people were walking around, uh, the, the idea is – and you know, Scott, I, I got to say I don't place too much credence in this one. Yeah, I think I'm the same way. Possible does not equal plausible. Yeah, in the Big Book of Ben Bowling, but it so,
1: does give a convenient answer for why those wagons were on the left hand yeah, side. Yeah,
0: it does. It does. And so, without further ado, um, people used to travel on the left side of the road, according to multiple unproven sources. People used to travel on the left side of the road because they lived in violent societies and they were walking with uh, you know knives or swords. And because they were mostly right-handed, uh, they – okay, that part, I admit, is true. Most people are right-handed. Mm-hmm. But because they're right in there, you want to keep people – now, help me out in case I go dyslexic no, sure. again. You want to keep, keep them keep people on your left
1: side. No, no. Right? no you want to keep them on, on your right. right. So you can hit them with the sword. That will, so you can draw your sword from the left right. with, okay. with your right, and yeah. then you have it handy on your right to – take on that uh, that opposition mm-hmm. if that's, necessary. So that's how it evolved apparently. It's crazy, isn't it?
0: And then that's how they started getting in the wagons and you know I guess
1: I guess the sword is well, not you always travel on the left mm-hmm. you, you would tend to do that in a, in a driven vehicle I suppose. Sure if it works then you just repeat it, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah, you would repeat that system like if you're if you're walking on the left to begin with because mm-hmm. because of fear being attacked or, you know, wanting to be able to defend yourself, Mm -hmm. um, it would only make sense that when you got in a wagon and you've got a a team of horses in front of you, it would pass on the left. Which is so, just so
0: interesting to me that it's, there's no way for me to prove that's true. There's also no way for me to disprove it. You know what (laughs) I mean? That's right. Yeah, I know. And it's it's almost like uh, when people are talking about uh, astrophysical theories, you know, Mm -hmm. or Theories of astrophysicists, you know, I, I, I've never been there, so I, I can't really prove it. You can it. talk about it all day long. Yeah, right. You can always <laughs> talk about it, <laughs> yeah. which is which is what we're doing. But I still think this is such a – remember that picture uh, that I showed you about the, the bridge where it was between – where was it? It was between – maybe China and India, mm-hmm. because it was between a place where people drive on the right and a place where people drive on the left. Yeah, what do you do at the border? Yeah, it was, you know what, matter of fact, I think it was Hong Kong. And um, the the two lanes or the two directions of traffic split out in this really intricate kind of uh, design, and then they yeah. intertwine on opposite sides. Interesting. So that's that's going to be crazy looking design.
1: I'd love to drive there wouldn't you? Yeah, it almost looks like the infinity symbol. It does. It yeah, does that's, kind that's of look it looks like that. Like, yeah. It's yeah. like a figure eight almost. Mm-hmm. You end up on the opposite side of the road, mm-hmm. well, on the right side of the road for wherever whatever country you're in.
0: That's a trip, man. If you are driving there and you haven't and you're not anticipating that, yeah. then I would I would freak out. Sure, within the it. space
1: of a couple hundred feet, you're on the other side of the road hmm Strange.
0: And all your instincts or everything that you have learned about driving <laughs> is telling you to do yeah, the wrong right. stuff. And,
1: and, you know, um, some of the safety aspects come up as well because uh, when, later when we talk about um, why cars are designed the way they're designed, mm. um, it, you'll understand why it's important that some cars have the driver's side on the right-hand side. Others have the driver's side on the left-hand side. Oh, you know what? We should, we should jump into that right now. One thing we should mention is… Mm-hmm. Um,
0: there are some cars that are whose designers were so awesome that they put the the driver seat in the middle of the vehicle. Oh yeah, there are, there are a few. There there are just a few, and most of them are either um, most of them are either like smart car, al- alternative cars of some sort, or high end. Oh, supercars. Yeah, high yeah. end. Burn burn your hair off if you put stick your head out yeah. the window. McLaren's when go. a good example.
1: McLaren of that. is. A million dollar a draft back million pick. dollar car, yeah, those yeah. are awesome. Yeah, with uh, the two two passengers that sit behind, kind of diagonal, yeah, behind, behind and be, behind and below you, kind of. It's yeah, like you're
0: a, a, it's like you're in a triangular formation. Yeah, it's really cool. So my interruption of this podcast to talk about how cool I think the McLaren is <laughs>
1: that's all right was brought. That's to all right, you by but this, this. Uh, but yes. this idea of driving on the left mm-hmm. uh continued on, and it kind of it was kind of. Well, it was kind of passed around, I guess. I mm. mean, you know, conquest happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it the became rev- politicized. There were revolutions. I mean, it has something to do with the way that, uh, Napoleon's conquering, you know, and uh, um, mm-hmm. across going across to Germany, Poland, Russia, Spain, Italy. I mean, just all over the place. Yes. Uh, so these countries, you know, they, the, this idea of driving on the left uh, slowly spread, but it did spread and uh, it became mm-hmm. widely known as, you know, this is the way it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in the United States – I think, out of just uh, you know, just kind of spite, we decided that uh, we're going to go on the right-hand side because we're we're free of the colonies at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to, uh, or not free the colonies, free of the king, <laughs> exactly. Free, yeah, free of the, the monarchy. Yeah, I'm sorry, didn't mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant. Anyways, we're. Uh, it, it was just. Uh, it was just a, a spiteful move, I think, and it, mm-hmm. it stuck. Mm-hmm. And um, you know that idea. Well, that's, that's elsewhere in the world as well, as you can see. I mean, right. with two-thirds of the population driving on the right, one-third mm-hmm. driving on the on the left. Mm-hmm. Did I say that backwards? No, I said that the right way. You said that correctly, yeah. 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 But um, there have been countries that have shifted from one side to the other. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, there um, have. And going back as far as uh, Sweden in the late 1960s, mm-hmm. uh, there was a, a – let's see, on September 3rd at 5 a.m., uh, Sweden switched over from driving <laughs> on the. <laughs> I know it, this is crazy. I love I that you. Over know from, the time, well, it's it's important because mm-hmm. uh, they switched over from to the right-hand drive system from being a left-hand drive system, and and there was a period of five hours where no one was allowed on the roads, uh, four hours ahead of time and one hour after. The mm-hmm. time, which was scheduled to be at 5 a.m., uh, where they had to change all the signage in the town, um, just make sure that everything was laid out appropriately Jeez, for yeah. left-hand, I'm sorry, right-hand drive traffic versus left-hand drive traffic. And the same thing in Iceland in the late 60s, again in 68, mm-hmm. Ghana in 1974, and what's strange about this is I heard that Great Britain actually considered changing over, but decided that, uh, you know, just for political reasons mm-hmm. and also for, um, Monetary issues that, you know, it was going to cost a lot of money to be yeah, able to be shift hugely over. Expensive. They decided that, you know, what we're going to stick with driving on the left. I've got, I've got one though. We, we're at 1974
0: right now. Yeah. Here's a cool one that I heard about uh, another country that didn't want to switch. And I want to tell you again, uh, this is, you know, let's say not, not 100% verified, mm-hmm. but it, it's funny if it's true. Apparently Pakistan also thought about Changing, um, to driving on the right. And this was in the 60s, but they decided not to because at the time there were a lot of camel trains that were going, that would, you know, be on a caravan Mm -hmm. while the driver of the train was dozing and supposedly, Instead of the, the cost, cause there wasn't a bunch, you know, there wasn't the same sort of infrastructure costs associated with England, right? Um, with road signs and, and, uh, a lot of new traffic, uh, directions to paint mm-hmm. on. But the problem was apparently, uh, teaching camels that <laughs> had already been used to going on <laughs> oh, come one on. way. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
1: See, it's just so funny uh, that I, don't I almost know. Don't, I don't believe know. it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not. sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll buy it. You, you told me, Ben. I believe you. Oh man! <laughs> all right. So and yes. I think I want I want to mention something. This What's is that? the location of the steering wheel in a car. This and is the one of the most important parts. This is yeah. I mean, later we're going to get into you know some of the other strange things that this yeah. all affects and everything. But uh, one of the things that I want to mention is the location of the steering wheel because mm-hmm. um, in countries where you drive on the right, you're going to find that all the cars are you know the, the steering wheel is on the left hand side. And in countries that drive on the left, you're going to find that the steering wheel is on the right-hand side, mm-hmm. and there's a good reason for that. It's a it's a safety concern, and the safety concern is that you're able, you the driver is always closest to the center line of the road, and the reason for that is to be able to see other cars when overtaking, mm-hmm. um, also to be able to judge distances when they're traveling, uh, you know, against traffic, so mm-hmm. that uh, they can, you know. Easily. you know how it's easier to make a uh, in a left-hand drive car. It's easier to make a left-hand turn, I think, than it is to make a right-hand turn. Sure, you can't see the corner. You can't mm-hmm. see exactly where your wheels are. On a left-hand turn, you can. Same idea with uh, with with driving closer to traffic. I mean, you have a better sense of where the the mm-hmm. the side of your car that's passing oncoming traffic is located.
0: You have a better, I guess, spatial awareness. Exactly. And yeah, it's like the uh, what is it they tell you in driver's ed? Always always visualize yourself like you are that left wheel that front left wheel hmm. so okay maybe it's just my driver's uh, maybe <laughs> maybe i've never heard that he was weird okay he's a weird guy that's a different that's a story <laughs> yeah, okay sorry I, i'm looking horse, at sorry. you blindly here i don't, I don't okay know. so so first he's talking about camels falling asleep and now this and you're right man i'm taking
1: this crazy let's <laughs> the steering wheel that's what we're about today <laughs> okay. all right all right so this isn't all. This isn't all on Ford, but in, in 1908, Ford changed their vehicles from uh, to left-hand drive. Mm. They were right-hand drive prior to that. And now, this is this a chicken and egg situation? It's, this is uh, maybe, maybe. I'm not sure exactly when the whole system switched sure. over, but um, this is from a Ford catalog in 1908, um, and I'll, I'll just read it here. It says the control is located on the. This is why why the, the benefits of looking in the controls on the on the left side mm. the controls located on the left side the logical place for the following reasons traveling on on the right side of the road the steering wheel on the right side of the car made it necessary to get out on the on the street side and walk around the car this is awkward and especially inconvenient if there is a lady to be considered mm. so the gentleman gets out into the traffic side now, walks around to the curb side, and allows the lady to get out. That's the, uh, so there's a gentlemanly reason behind this, this whole thing. A bit of chivalry. Yeah. And this is, uh, this, again, Ford's this is from part. Ford 1908, but it says that, um, in a matter, you know, of having the steering wheel control on the right, the driver is farthest away from the passing traffic, so I uh, can, can even see the other wheels of the, of, of their car and mm. easily avoid danger. So basically what we just said is that yeah. it's restating that same thing. Except for um,
0: the, ladies' part. Well, this is like
1: the chivalry thing, yeah. you know, that, uh, you know, you, you always allow the lady out on the curb side, and that way you didn't have to park opposite mm-hmm. or, or turn the car around as, as they often did to yeah. so allow the lady out onto the curb rather than out into traffic, mm-hmm. which uh, I guess was happening often, and that was kind of a danger as well. So they said, let's just standardize all this, and we'll keep it the same way. Now, here's the question,
0: too, about yeah. the time. I'm not running over you, Emma.
1: No, I have one more quick thing, though. All right. Um, this is uh, until the mid-1960s, uh, Lancia's, um, which were, which are Italian made cars. Mm-hmm. Um, they were designed for alpine passes. And so this is even until the 1960s when, you know, they were driving on the right mm-hmm. and the, uh, the drivers also seated on the right. So they could see the edge of the road because that was more important than being able to see the oncoming traffic and, and everything to them. They didn't want to fall off one of the Alps. Yeah. So there you go. That's, uh, so Lancia's kept it right hand drive for a long time. They've okay.
0: actually probably prevented uh, there, a large amount of well, accidents. Well, there's still so. it
1: says there's still Spanish buses and trucks that are right-hand drive. Um, actually, uh, it was a while ago that they quit mm. making them, but uh, they, they made right-hand drive trucks and buses for um, for Spain because they needed the same reason because they had unstable road edges. Um, mm, you, and okay. you've dealt with that, I'm sure, in Guatemala, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, buddy. Yes. Yeah. They uh in Guatemala the driving they have all the old bluebird uh school buses Mm -hmm. a lot of the old bluebird school buses are brought down to guatemala and parts of central america and then they're modified and they're decorated really brightly and stuff and uh all the driving all the all the steering is in the left side of the front of the vehicle right Mm -hmm. where you're where your school bus driver probably sat too yeah um they're crazy drivers, Scott. There's no. I. I don't care if people think it's offensive. Yeah. Um. I don't care if people think I'm a coward or afraid of heights. But uh, man, considering that you're on the side of a mountain, yeah. It, it's, no guardrail, and it's dirt, and it's crumbling, and it's a bus. It's so long. Like we yeah. had this. We had. We saw. I. I saw two accidents while I was there. Neither of which uh happened. In the vehicle I was in, Mm -hmm. you know, I was like holding chickens for people, man. It (laughs) was and we were careening and that's the word careening down. And, you know, Chuck and Josh um, went back to Guatemala briefly. Um, I don't know if they got a chance to ride one of those buses. They should check it out, though.
1: Maybe they're too smart to stay away.
0: Well, maybe they were just too busy. Yeah. Wait, too
1: smart? Did I say that back? Yeah, too smart to get on there. That's yes, what I meant. That's yeah, that's it. what I meant. Too smart <laughs> to stay away. Um, but yeah. we
0: gotta, we gotta briefly though, before we go past forward too much longer, we do have to point out there's a really good question here. Um, when now the the roads by 1908, that rule of the road was pretty much standardized, right? Yeah, but. When Ford made that decision, this is the heyday of Ford, right? This is huge. Yeah. they're the car
1: company. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, they're just becoming the car company. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, So when they make that decision, is it something where more of the people who are buying Fords in other countries, like in Canada, say, uh-huh. end up? You know, it, did did Ford in that
1: decision end up standardizing? more than just their own vehicles you know ben i i don't know the answer to that i don't know if they then set up roadways to to accommodate that is what you're asking right yeah i don't know uh, possibly maybe yeah, possibly because what, how many model a's were there event or model t's were there 15 million or something yeah, like that yeah uh, and you know they weren't all located here in the united states they were they were spread everywhere um so yeah i mean who knows how much that affected the local traffic in, the, in that region uh probably did i would say it had to have something to do with it oh and before we go
0: into something, I, I got a recent switch for us. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about this one? Yeah, yeah, please. Okay, so Scott, you and I were talking about this before we went on the air, and we wanted to make sure that uh, people didn't take this as entirely a history lesson. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, it's very historical, yeah. but also there's a great point we got to make. Uh, I don't know about you, buddy, but I was surprised by this one. Uh, we, when, when last we left people switching sides, we were talking about, uh, the 1970s, yeah, right? 74, 74, mm-hmm. um, Ghana. which I think Ghana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, however, that was not the last one. That was not the most recent one. Really? Yes, sir. Samoa, uh, became the first country to change from right to left hand driving. Hmm. So from wait wait right from... to left hand driving. Oh, that's odd. Isn't it? That's really odd. On September 7th. 2009.
1: Well, it's just last year.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
1: The, they did the switch over, well, less than a year. No, no, just a, just about just about a year ago, almost exact.
0: Yep, yep. Yeah. It's almost the anniversary. Wow. Tell your friends, call your boss, That's tell past, them you have it's, to take- it's past the anniversary, Ben. Ah. Sep-
1: uh, yeah, it is. It's already passed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we missed Crazy. it. Crazy, I guess so. I don't know. We should have had a cake or something. We should have had, yeah. we should have had a cake. Wow. Wow. That's that's really a strange switch, though, to go from uh, to go from right to left. Next year, we're going to have to
0: take the day off to celebrate. Yeah, they <laughs> did it because it was uh, they had been driving on the right when they were German colony, mm-hmm. um, and they wanted to switch sides as a business decision. From what I understand, uh, Japan is a left-hand driving state. Yes, or country, country, so, yeah. yeah. And so to get to make it easier to use. Uh, cheaper cars coming from Japan. Allegedly, that's the reason that mm-hmm. mo- made this made this very strange switch.
1: I've driven a Japanese market Neon before. On, Happy uh, you? on the right. The only car I've ever driven on the right-hand side. Yeah, really a yeah. Neon. Of all yeah, cars. which is really strange. It was when I worked for Chrysler. Uh-huh. We had it for one day uh, at the studio that I was working in, and uh-huh. I had to drive it back to the place where we picked it up. And uh, what's weird about it was, <laughs> I kept looking up and to the right. <laughs> for the uh, for the rear view mirror. And I also kept um hitting my hand into the door when I As wanted to, you tried shift. to shift. Tried to shift, yeah. <laughs> which is really strange. I mean and it's it's just that uh that muscle memory thing, you know, where yeah. that's the direction that you do that. And it was really a strange car. I mean the when you put it in park the mirrors folded in, you know, just for space saving. Which is common in Japan. And exactly, yeah. It was just a it was a strange vehicle to drive. I don't remember which side the turn signals were on because that's not standard. They're not always on the right hand side of the steering column. They are sometimes on the left. and uh, everything else like the pedals, the clutch, brake and gas are mm-hmm. standard. Those can't okay. stand, eat right or left. and uh, the shift patterns are also standard. So in a manual transmission, I know a lot of people have this question with uh, like older British cars and things like that. yeah, yeah, you will you will shift first gear is up and away from you mm-hmm. instead of up and towards you. And or you know down and towards you, whichever so we're, way you're looking at it. But it's like switching to
0: a left hand shift
1: You shift from first to you know fourth or fifth or sixth or whatever you have, um towards your leg then at that uh, on a right hand drive car.
0: You know, I don't know if I would be comfortable with that. You know, if I was renting a car because mm-hmm. we talked about this before and renting uh renting cars and why it's good to know how to drive a stick. Yeah. Um I would be that
1: guy slapping the side of the door, man, yeah. if I was in a it's, in a car. It's difficult to get used to. It's really yeah. a, a strange sensation, especially when you're you're still driving on the right-hand side of the road. Yeah. And you still have to follow. I mean, it's just a weird place to be. Mm-hmm. Really strange. But uh, it was fun. It was fun. I'd do it again if I had an older British car or something like that that was a right-hand drive.
0: I would do it if it was an automatic.
1: Hmm. Good point. But, you know, if you're renting one, oftentimes they're more it's expensive. It's going to be a stick, yeah. It would be more expensive, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so if you want to pay for it, I guess that'd be good, but it might be the way to go. I will burn that bridge when I get to it, Scott. <laughs> hey, you know what? I've got a, a short list. I don't know if you've got any more uh, right-hand, I'm left-hand ready. stuff. I'm ready. Yeah, let's do this. But there, there's some really interesting things, I think, and I'll go through this quickly. There's some really interesting things that are affected by the side of the road that people drive on, right-hand drive, left-hand drive. You, my friend, are not talking about driving at this no, point. No, this is not drive. Well, in some cases, yes. In other cases, no. But uh, right away, no. I'm talking about walking. And we mentioned this, you know, that you had to always walk on the. Mm-hmm. Between traffic. Exactly. And other people. And I was taught the same thing, and I still do the same thing, just because of, uh, you know, I guess manners, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll notice that people that drive on the right hand side of the road also tend to think that the right hand side of the sidewalk is the right hand side, of the right mm-hmm. side to walk on. Yep. And vice
0: versa, of course. People are supposed to cross to their left. They're supposed to be passing. Yes.
1: Yes, exactly. Just like the the flow of traffic would be, right? Just like, which makes sense. Now, this, this is only trouble when, let's say, you get a, uh, a visitor from, like, Japan. Mm-hmm. Japan drives on the left, mm-hmm. and they want to walk on the sidewalk on the left-hand side, kind of upstream like a like a salmon swimming upstream yeah and uh this causes trouble and likewise you know when when a u.s visitor visits japan Mm -hmm. and they walk on the right hand side thinking why am i running into everybody yeah yeah, yeah, that causes trouble yeah and uh you know they're saying like what is everybody doing here (laughs) you know it's it's really strange so that happens and and this this also relates to the use of doors if there are two door options a right hand door and a left hand side door (gasps) the doorknobs not no not, not necessarily that this is if the doorknobs are in the center, doesn't matter. You know, mm-hmm. if there's a right-hand option and a left-hand option yeah. su- in the United States because we drive on the right, you're supposed to go in through the right door, yeah. out through what is also the right door, but it's the, you know, the left on the other side. Yeah. So many people ignore this. They go through the they go through the outdoor and it causes just that you know moment where no one knows who's going to go. I'm going to hold the door for you. You're going to hold it for me. <laughs> that type of thing happens. So door use is affected as well. Good one. And you'll notice that um, you'll notice that people from outside of the U.S. Um, you know don't obey this rule. And and likewise U.S. visitors to other countries. Weird. Yeah, strange. I know, but it happens. I'm glad you told me. <laughs> that's not the only thing. What's the other thing? Boats. Boat traffic generally keeps to the right. Generally. There, there are exceptions, but um, big, you know, big big bridges or a bit, mm-hmm. rather big barges in rivers where they need to get to the deep water side if if the river takes a bend. But uh, all the world over, boats generally stay to the right, and that's a common system that they follow. Wow, I'm glad somebody They're, so <laughs> figured yeah, out one thing to do exactly. Right? And that's there's very few exceptions to that rule. Boat traffic usually stays to the right. Aircraft traffic. Generally keeps to the right. And I don't understand this one exactly because that has to do with flight patterns and how they yeah. – but, but one thing that I did find out that was kind of odd is that you know that the captain's seat in a airplane is on – or a jet is on the left-hand side, right? Yes. The co-pilot is on the right-hand side. Yes. Okay. Well, in a helicopter, the pilot is on the right-hand side of the helicopter. Weird. Not on the left. I That's didn't. the passenger.
0: You know what? I don't know why, but I've heard that before. Hmm. I think – was it when – didn't we do – We did. did yeah, yeah, we, we did talked about this helicopter yeah.
1: podcast. That's right. Um, another couple of exceptions here. Yeah. Postal trucks in the United States. Oh, that's those, right. Those are right-hand drive, and they're often really? modified vehicles that are, mm-hmm. that are specifically for that so they can reach the mailboxes on mm-hmm. the curb side. Another vehicle that's the same way, street cleaners. Street cleaners drive on the right-hand side so they can see the curbs. Because also they, makes sense. Because they have to stay very close to it with mm-hmm. the brushes and, you know, mm-hmm. the, the cleaners, et cetera. Um, we mentioned the, the pedals are all universal worldwide. Yeah. Um, here's a couple of interesting ones I thought that you may not have known. All right. All right. These are the last, last couple here. And one I have an etiquette question about. This okay. one, this specific one. All right. Revolving doors. Did you know that most revolving doors operate counterclockwise? If you're looking at them from above – Counterclockwise. It means you enter on the right mm-hmm. and you come out what is on the right also, which is the backup of the theory that you know you if you have the two doors you enter on the right, come out on the other side, right? Nice one. I I knew they were counterclockwise, but I yeah. did not. I didn't put those two together. Yeah, you're you're heading into the right and you're coming out through the right. Also, are they the other direction in they, other countries? They are. There are some countries where, uh, let's say, that if you go to Australia, Australia or New Zealand, uh-huh. they operate in a clockwise fashion, which could be very dangerous to you if you uh, if you didn't know this yeah or you, you hilarious could, or <laughs> hilarious yeah that's right you could you could really get uh you know hurt pretty bad in this thing so <laughs> it, i mean honestly if you don't know these types of things i am so hurt. glad you told me <laughs> so I'm, I'm being serious about that that's pretty dangerous i'm that guy who would run I, into the here's wall. my etiquette question this What's isn't that? the last thing i have to say but a, i have an etiquette question etiquette revolving door etiquette yes. you know how you're supposed to hold the door open for a lady Yes. Okay. What do you do in a revol- revolving door? Because if you let the the female go first, mm-hmm. she's then pushing the entire weight of the door for you to follow through. A little bit of a pro tip
0: there. What I like to do is uh, have the you know I go with the flow of foot traffic basically, mm-hmm. um, so I'm not going to disrupt everything to have uh, someone else go in front of me. Yeah. But if let's say it's a, the door stopped, mm-hmm. the two of you approach the door. Who goes first? I would ask her to go first, but as she's going as soon as that lip of the next partition comes, mm-hmm. then I kind of grab it and push
1: Yeah, my but see you're still letting her take the brunt of the of getting the thing moving. Once it's moving, that thing will let'll spin three or four times around.
0: I've rarely been accused of being a saint, Scott. Let me let I understand. Me, I'm gonna give you something though. I'm gonna give you a little more than you were looking for because okay. this is awesome. The guy, Van Cannell, the man who invented the revolving door. Very nice. Apparently did so. Now, you know, revolving doors are a huge advantage in very tall buildings because of the way they handle air pressure. Yes. Rumor has it that Van Cannell was one day, uh, one day kind of chastised for not holding the door for a woman in a situation that was very crowded and he felt would be inappropriate. Yeah. You know, this is uh, back, this is back, uh, When people would say men were both more sexist and people in general had more etiquette, right? Mm -hmm, Yeah. So this guy uh, apparently had this moment with himself, this moment of clarity where he said, you know what? I don't want to hold the door for a woman ever again, even if she's my mother.
1: And then he figured it out. And that's how the revolving door came about. Ergo... No kidding. Revolving doors. Wow. Okay. Interesting. That's way more than I thought I was going to get out of you here for this. I'm sorry. No, at no. It's the, good. I thought it's, it was a cool story. That's really good. It is a cool story. It's a. It's a. Yeah, it's the, a rumor. The, but... the, the reason I have a question about this is, I, is that? I've accidentally smashed my wife in a uh, in a revolving door. Oh man! Right. And I mean, just
0: it, terrible.
1: Was it a while ago? It was a couple of years ago, and I'm chuckling now. It was, oh, a, okay. it was serious at the time. I mean, I, I thought, yeah. holy cow, I've, I've crushed her. But it was like you know, across like her leg chest arm you know she was just about halfway in when the thing struck her I guess. did you go in front of her i did i did I you went wanted to give her well, I, a I momentum yeah. there and there were some people coming and it was like you know the confused who goes first i go and then i here's what happened i got in the door uh-huh she tried to get in the same compartment with me like tried to hop in there oh and so i'm pushing full force <laughs> yeah she tries to hop in gets about uh you know 75 percent in oh gosh and the door and the and the uh you know the edge of the door the casement there yeah that's where she was pinched in between and i felt i I abruptly stopped my uh my motion and realized what happened felt like a fool of course but you know at the same time i said well what what the heck are you trying to do getting in my compartment here you that's you get in one per compartment and i was trying to can you see how he designed it and she said why you know wouldn't i go for it i said well yeah, I usually go first, but in a revolving door, the man goes first because he pushes the weight of the door for you, and that hmm. –
0: anyways, let's move on. See, I don't like being able to not see Good people – I, I'm, I'm sorry that happened to you, Scott. And I'm glad to hear that your wife is okay. I accidentally have jumped into the compartment before I knew <laughs> what the etiquette yeah, was. Yeah. I jumped in behind. Well, this, sometimes uh, like at a
1: hospital, there's room for like five people in those things. But, yeah, not, but not in this case. This is a restaurant. It, right. was, uh, it was room for one. A restaurant with a revolving yeah. door. Yeah, okay. okay. This is, all right, all right, listen, all right. This is, uh, this is the last thing. Sorry about that. <laughs> Big diversion. But uh, I think maybe people had some questions about revolving door etiquette. Yeah. All right. Glad we could uh, maybe clear up nothing for them there. We'll do a little something. Give back. We're giving back. We cleared up nothing. Um, There's a weird one. This is the final one. Spiral staircases.
0: What do you think Uh, I'm going to say about
1: spiral staircases? I go on the right. You go on the right. Okay. Depends. Completely depends. For real? Yeah. Depends on the clockwise, counterclockwise ascension of the spiral staircase. Is this confusing enough for you? It would be if I if I hadn't <laughs> if I hadn't had the warm up. Okay, whatever. here we go. Okay. Spiral staircases they either ascend clockwise, uh huh, or counterclockwise. So just imagine that you know there's a pole in the middle. Sure. And you know what I'm talking about, right? The kind that just, right, whether they, they whether tight, they start they, on your left, they or tightly right? go mm. around a pole. Let's say and spiral you know, that, up that type yeah. that type like you'd see in an old fire station or something sure. like that, right? It goes. So they spiral up steeply. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it goes clockwise, which means that it starts on the right and it goes no, no. Starts, starts on, on the, the left, left and, goes and it goes it. up. If it goes clockwise, you stay on the right-hand side or the inner edge of the uh, of the stairs. And if it goes counterclockwise, then you stay on the left side or the inner edge of the stairs again. And the reason for that is because the way the stairs are shaped, they're narrower near the point where they connect to that, that pole. center pole. Yeah. And when you're going upstairs, you only use the balls of your feet and the and your toes so to you go reduce up the, stairs. the distance. So it's almost like a ladder, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're going up the stairs, you only need the uh, the tiniest little bit of stair to go up. But coming down, you need your full foot
0: so you can fight gravity.
1: Uh, well, you need your full foot because it's just a t- typical stair. You can't yeah. you can't put just your heel on a stair and come down. It doesn't work that way because that's why you go down ladders backwards. Huh. So if and you go really down weird, ladders backwards, I know you got to Yeah, kidding. you go down the. I'm kidding. Well, anyway, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so, I had no idea, but there's a there's a proper left right side for a a spiral staircase versus a or a clockwise staircase versus the a counter counterclockwise huh. staircase.
0: Weird, huh, Scott? You know, it doesn't take much, but I think you kind of blew my mind. Oh, I'm exhausted. I, you know what, I have. Uh, I feel like we figured some stuff out. We didn't really get to ever say why people drive in these different ways. Um, We hope that we've told you guys enough to let you know that, uh, A, we find it fascinating – B, it affects so much other stuff aside from just where you drive or where your interstate exit is. And
1: there's more than I just mentioned there. That's just a that's a, a brief there's synopsis so of much more. everything that's out there.
0: We both have piles of notes, but <laughs> we don't want to get in trouble for going on too long. I have a long. bunch of right-handed notes. Ben has a bunch
1: of left-handed, left-handed notes. Left-handed
0: notes. I mean, that's where this comes from, you know. Um, I even have a map that I accidentally printed out in black and white so you can't see. <laughs> nice work. Yeah, that's, that's – a. Uh, that's a keeper. Um, alright, so, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed doing it. This is the part where we mention Car Stuff, not just on Facebook, but on Twitter as well, at CarStuffHSW. Mm-hmm. We also mentioned the blog, and then we also want to tell you, of course, guys, if you have an inkling or a, a, a trivia itch to learn more about anything automotive, check on our website. You know what? If you can't find it there or you think, let me cut out the middleman, then just send us an email directly at CarStuff at HowStuffWorks.com.